sometimes I'm confused as a gay man who I should be attracted to. And I always think, who's going to know better to explain, nay, mansplain who I should be manspreading to? And that can only come from the Draft Podcast because uh, James, Drew, and Andy, uh, as cisgender white straight men, clearly know best about who a dude should crush on when it's another dude. I can't wait to hear. Um, I've got my calendar, tissues, and Vaseline ready. Let's do it. February 18th. Instagram, February 18th. Stone. The draft pod underscore official. 9 p.m. or Pember, Pember. Attention, students. The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> good, good. Hot crowd, hot crowd. Love it. Andy, why aren't you doing the intro? Everybody, thanks for coming I out. I just wanted to see what you were going to do. I was, I was letting you roll with it for a little bit. <laughs> see what happens. He's done. I mean, no, he's done. already, no, he's already done. Okay. His, All right. his stand-up special is over. Welcome to the <laughs> draft pod. Let me just jump right into it. Only one of us stands up to do our jokes. Draft pod boys sit our ass down like 4 p.m. dinner for old folks. We sit back and watch pros get witty, like our homie Jeff and his girl Lil Lippy. You'd get that joke if you watch <laughs> Beer with a Queer on IG. That Jeff is funny is what I hear. He keeps the beer still tipping like Mike Jones, who? You know that rapper from Texas out of the hue? Anyway, we about to get this damn thing off like a dude with a wet dream habit. Going to pull this off like the Super Bowl with Justin and Janet. Talking about the shit that made us laugh. Some of the best comedy specials for that ass. Legends of the game about to get drafted. James and Drew about to get that ass kicked. Because I'm coming for you like pool boy porn in the sunshine. I'm coming for you like an elaborate bukkake session at slime time. I'm coming for you like a monk who got kicked out and became a horny mime. Only one guest to bring on. Welcome from St. Petey, comedian Jeff Klein. That was incredible. Like it that, was. I, I think is all that his raps are incredible. I'm going to say that is bars. That is absolute bars. Uh, yes. yes, you're right. Yes, uh, <laughs> nobody knows bars like this guy. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's true, actually. That, well, yeah, fair enough. Oh, look at that! <laughs> I mean, I totally planned that. And this is, this is a reminder that if you ever see Jeff serving drinks, be sure and ask him for a. Sandy vagina. <laughs> well, it's been a minute, Jeff. You're you're uh you're not serving up drinks anymore. You're just serving up jokes. I am serving up jokes. I am. I do still have a day job, but I moved to a Monday through Friday, so I can do all jokes all the time that I can. Noise. Uh, and the crowds have never been 
more angry about that. Uh, <laughs> poor Jeff is not what they were asking for. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that was a miscue. Oh, well, who knew? Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm having a blast. But, yeah, I'm doing a lot more comedy because I went to a Monday through Friday. Nights off, weekends off. So somebody got a show I want to be on. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I don't care when, where. Let's do it. So it's yeah. fun. That's awesome. amazing. Uh, yeah, you can find him on Instagram at that Jeff is funny. And I'm telling you, Beer with a Queer series is awesome. I absolutely Thank love you. checking it out every week. Uh, he even had the mayor of St. Pete. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love when I ask people to do the show, I've known the mayor. Well, he's known in the mayor now, which is why he didn't care. Um, but I've known him for like 20 years and I asked him and he was like, sure. And I went, why? Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's fun. It's fun. People say, yes, it's funny. You mentioned Lil Lippy. I love that. That was fantastic reference. Uh, I had a blast talking to Kai Saunders about um, everything. And it was just, that was a really fun episode to shoot too just because I think we were just shooting the shit and drinking too much. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, beer with a queer on location. That's good stuff right there. I've, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one a lot. So um, definitely check Jeff out. Uh, he's been on here twice before, so he's a three-time member. Um, oh. Yep. Uh, first time we did drinks. Second time um, he did uh, va- actual <laughs> vampires he wants to fuck. Zombies. Um, zombies, yeah. Zombies, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and yeah. from literature, <laughs> still, <laughs> still sounds, you know, <laughs> so still sounds like Jeff is out of his mind. He still did more research than we have done. I know, in I know. Episode. I'm sure One they the made literature. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, I'm drinking an original Sen pineapple haze cider. I don't know if you've had this one, Jeff, but it is I delicious. Is it good? Yeah. Yes, I actually. I have, there's, uh, do you guys ever show video of this? Is there video saved of this? Or are we just going audio purely? No, I, I should pay I, attention to what yeah. you guys do. We do like little um, snippets. I, we do little like snippet a minute videos. and a half clip on IG. Yeah. But if you so want me to put behind me, I'll do it. The, the honey love beer I have displayed behind me is uh, in the new episode of Beer with the Queer that comes out Tuesday. So, Oh, look at that. Um, you heard it here first, everybody. I know, right? Oh, wow. Exclusive. No. So when you're when you're done listening to this, <laughs> which comes out right now at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yep. Just go over to Instagram. Immediately go later. over and see if I like that beer. That, yeah. that Jeff is funny. Yeah, that that's funny. exciting. Uh, so, yeah. This is this is a this is one of the tougher drafts I think we've had in some time because yeah. uh, all of us are lovers of stand up comedy. You know, me and Drew uh, went up on stage a whole one time, so yeah. you know we're veterans of the game, if you will. I've done. Um, it. I'm, I'm, I'm a stand up now. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Change your Facebook um, status. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I put us as sit down comedians. That works. That works. Yeah. Um, and then James did it quite a while, and then uh, Jeff is and then out gave there up. on the scene. So <laughs> still yeah. road dogging it. Yeah, road dogging it. Uh, <laughs> I still keep my set list in my wallet, so that's something, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, we're doing comedy specials, um, and yeah, this is going to be crazy because we get each get five picks. We each have a steel card, uh, three honorables, um, and. I have hundreds of stand-up comedy specials I love. So uh, dwindling it down to eight is going to be super tough. 
I think for all of us. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's going to be a more polarizing episode, really. Like, that's just it, that mm-hmm. comedy is so subjective. And I yeah. know just amongst my own friends in comedy, like, I could say, I love this special. And they'll be like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it happens and to so, me and all it's the weird time. Because it's so on the spectrum, right, of, yeah. of horrible to great. But it if it touches one person one way, right, like, that's good to them. Yeah. So it's a definite, it's it's an interesting draft because it's definitely, you know, feelings get involved and emotions and people, it is opinions <laughs> galore on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good drink's a good drink, but a good comedy special is horrible to half the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the tough thing is uh, when something ages poorly, um, do you draft it because of how amazing it was in its time? Or, yeah, that's a good uh, one too. You know, so that's, yeah. That's going to come out there for I, I have at least half of my list where there's some questionable material. I do have some questionable well, I have one too. for sure that um I mean it's it's basically like in the textbook of stand-up comedy like it's if you were to do a class you would be like here this is how comedy is done but also don't spike people's drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it becomes a on a lot of these specials, on a lot of the, you know the Mount Rushmore, it's a can you separate the artist from Art. the material yeah. type thing, you know? Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's the hard thing on this is like, do you recognize the material? Do you recognize the artist? Is there the combination? And that gets that gets tough. Yeah, um, and that's where I, I, every, I every I one think... of these lists is going to have that same special that you have on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why when I touch kids, I put on R. Kelly. It just cancels each other out. <laughs> I don't think you know. I think it doubles down, <laughs> bro. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like I a, think that's multiplication. Yeah. Wait, it's a positive <laughs> times a positive. Yeah. Son of a uh, bitch. Well, uh, then I'm screwed. I'm canceled. Two negatives bro, add up. Yeah, that's how. Where the can the people find this? Well, it doesn't really matter about jabroniu.com. I mean, if you want to go to jabroniu.com, you can. But the thing to remember is February 18th, Instagram. The draft pod underscore official will be hitting you with our 64 man crush tournament. Um, again, you can go to youtube.com and type in the draft pod, the man crush selection show and hit that old smash bu- or smash that button as the children say these days. And uh, you will find us picking 64 dudes that we yeah. put 66 dudes that we potentially want to want to crush. So Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't make it onto that. Okay, that feels feels like a real <laughs> feels like a real wasted opportunity. I'm giving you drink selections, comedy specials, yeah. zombies. I would fuck, but literally in my wheelhouse. Uh, I mean that as a euphemism and not literally and figuratively. We're like 64, 66 dudes. We'd want to bang. Yeah. Definitely don't invite the gay comic uh, onto that. that one. Well, here's the, <laughs> that was a miscue on our part for is, sure. Is is you can join us February 18th, yeah. and you can we can have you come in and be yeah. like, whoa, 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 no, this is why it's got to be this pick. You know? Well, yeah, we'll yeah. be on Instagram well, Live, Jeff. So just ask to join, and we'll let you right in. You know, yeah, that's we, right. We need some That's expert right. analysis. Oh, can, I'm sorry, we can have four boxes now. <laughs> I literally meant. My name should be on the list of the oh, That's what I was talking about. Like, oh, no, 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 yeah, I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. No, my name should be well, on that list. Of somebody years. didn't watch the YouTube special because someone's name is on that. List. That's right. You're you're under thirty. Uh, we're replacing Justin Bieber with you. 
right. Uh, I mean, no, I definitely watched that. And that's what I was trying to bring this up as a segue. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you got, James, the order? Oh, uh, Jeff, you got first pick, my friend. First pick. Andy, (laughs) number two. James, number three. And Drew, you're rounding us out. Man, I hope he doesn't. Because I said, I told myself, I'm just going to treat this as nuclear. Yeah. But fuck, if if somebody takes my my guy, I might have to. Oh. Oh, and we all have steel cards, by the way. That's right. I guess let's get into it. Best comedy specials of all time. And Jeff, you are on the clock. Number one. All time. This is best of all time. This is the number one. (laughs) Number one of all time. Here's the problem. <laughs> uh, is this the so whole I, subjective thing again? <laughs> you're, uh... Well, I agree. It's separating the comic. For, so here's... All right, I'm going to pick it, and I know it's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm also stealing it. Um, so I am going to go because this... Inf- I remember it distinctly as a child. I think so many people did. You owned the cassette growing up. Um, it definitively did teach you how to do comedy and how generalistic it could be and how uh, it could appeal to the masses. And I will pick Mr. Cosby with his special himself. Yes. Yeah. Cake for breakfast is one of those has always stayed with me, has always stayed with so many people. And I think you can't ignore it on a list like this. It is a definitive piece of stand up history. Yeah. So Bill Cosby himself I'm doing that one as my number one. Yeah, I think like if you, like I said, like if you were teaching a class, you would show it and be like, this is what happens. But also know this, but if you want to learn how to do stand-up, watch this tape. And like the the man sits down for what, three quarters of it? Like it's fucking amazing. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. But you're so engaged the whole time and so many people remember so many small bits from it and just like it just became, you can't talk to people around my age and Every single one of them will have remembers having a cassette tape of Bill Cosby himself, and you just yeah. ran it ragged. Yeah, yeah. When he like, he's like, when he was a kid, he thought his name was Jesus Christ, and his brother was God yeah. damn it or whatever. Like that was <laughs> that was such a that one was always stuck with me because I was I did, two, I, two, it was like, oh my god, he swore. Like at that point, I had only seen him, him yeah. on like the Cosby Show, and it was like, oh, scandalous. Little did I know, but <laughs> hey, yeah. The good thing is very scandalous. You can do what Cosby does on stage as long as it's not to do what Cosby did off stage. Like that's, yeah, yeah, there it is. Separate. It's crazy that somebody uh, that people viewed as as kind of the clean dude on the other side of the trail is doing some other shit. America's dad was America's rapist. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well. It's a great, it's a great pick. Great pick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to be all of them. Yeah, yeah. It no, it is, and yeah. it's like if you're just counting specials, that's definitely it. Good call. All right, Drew. Oh, it's is me. Drew up or is it me? I'm sorry, Andy. Yeah, sorry. Okay, and right. Drew. So is what, what is I it? Said. Jeff, Andy, Drew. Jeff, James? Andy, James, okay. then Drew. You're number oh, four. Okay. Yep. Um, for me, I'm taking who I view is potentially the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. And this is like his best work to me. Um, This took me into the stand-up comedy thing to a whole nother level. Um, Like right out of high school, 
you know, or actually was still in high school, but this is when I started like diving deep and uh, I'm going with Dave Chappelle killing them softly. Yeah. Yeah, man. This, Oh my God, this shit was so funny. Like the Sesame street stuff, um, you know, all of the stuff where his friend chip, and the police and, and yes. the sprinkle some crack up. Like there was so much yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was just so much. Hey, hey baby, what you doing on the corner? I got kids to feed, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it was just so good front to back. Like you could literally just chop up all of these different bits and put it on a best of. And that's the whole special. Like, it's just crazy how good it is. And you know, that's a real, th- like, have you guys ever been like I remember there was this like <clears throat> okay you know you know Detroit and it's famous you know for what it's famous for imagine the bad part of Detroit and that was yeah. called a place called Ham Ham Tramic I remember going there one time driving through it at night and there were literally two little kids probably 2 years old just holding hands walking down the street no adult supervision oh anyway my close. God. and i remember being like oh my god it's like that fucking Chappelle special <laughs> <laughs> like it, was, it was i was like holy shit that really does happen yeah it's i funny just thought the, it's true. the thought process behind his jokes yeah. too mm-hmm. was was just crazy and how he was also giving commentary on real life situations that were happening like yeah i think like Chris Rock or was it Chris Rock and Kevin Hart were talking about how like Dave Chappelle is just so much better at them than this cra- at this craft, you know, just because it comes so naturally. And he's been kind of canceled a few times. And I know he's had some stuff, but at, at the same time, I think it's a good thing that like maybe it's not that it feels like he can't really be fully canceled and. That must be the most freeing shit ever as a comedian to feel like even when you're canceled, you're never really kind of canceled, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I feel like that's got to be, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, that's got to be something that's, like, ridiculously freeing is when you legit feel like you can say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the dream type thing. I, yeah. yeah, I agree with Killing Me Softly was on, on my list, as I'm sure everybody's yeah. in. It's definitely one of those, to me, that's a definitive Dave Chappelle. And it's interesting because, like, compare and contrast. My thing yeah. on Chappelle nowadays is I see him as a humorist and not as a stand-up mm. comic. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, it he's does, giving his like, opinion about yeah. society in a humorous way because that's what he does. But, like, that was, was stand-up this, comedy. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. and that's what I, I – I mean, he was so good. He was so ahead of his pack. He was so – Yeah. Uh, Chappelle killing him softly is just one of the top all time. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, Drew. No, this is me now. Oh, okay. So here we go. Um, this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, a top comedian in his field. One of the best guys to ever fucking do it. Uh, and he's he's kind of the guy that. Uh, really made me want to be a stand-up comic in a way. Really the first comedy special that I super fell in love with. And I'm going to go Jerry Seinfeld, I'm telling you, for the last time. Yeah. It's a culmination of all, like, basically everything that he ever created. It was it was all put into one 
big special, and it's the last time he's doing this material. He's retiring it afterwards, and it's just great. I mean, I don't know, like uh, the Wolfman shaving in the bathroom, the air in the, yes. in the airplane bathroom, or like uh, I. I always think about that when he's talking about like the the faucet, the automatic thing. Yeah, running and pushing each other in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) The water's on. Uh, But yeah, I'm just I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, and uh, this special this special meant everything to me. I don't know. I watched it. I had it on DVD, and I would watch it like nightly for like years. So Yeah. yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, a good choice. Seinfeld, yeah, Seinfeld was a massive influence for me coming up and learning how to write. And, yeah. And writing clean without the curse word in there because, you know, getting away with a crutch. And yeah, Seinfeld, I mean, the way he breaks things down and thinks about things uh, and takes it down to that next level, it's, yeah, it's masterful. There's a reason he's worth like $950 million. Yeah. Because right. he's really right. smart about what he does. Exactly. So, yeah, no, definitely. And I don't know if it's still available anywhere, but I sometime last year, I think it was, he was on Marin and he was talking about like his process and like it was kind of funny because they were kind of button heads over like, you know, Marin's like very like <clears throat> like he gets goes out there and he gets deep and he gets real and talks with people, you know, it's just it's more of like a therapy session and Seinfeld's like, Well, your job is to get laughs. Where are the laughs? Yeah. Like, it was very, like, it was kind of interesting of this clash. Like, and like you said, there's so many different ways people, like, look at a, a stand-up special or a comedian and be like, oh, that's funny because yeah. of this, you know? Right. Jerry's meticulous, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I look at him as, like, he's a comedian for everyone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel and like that's, if somebody's like, let's put a stand-up special on for the family. I'm probably not putting on killing them softly. I'll put on, <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. put on Seinfeld. And I don't. What's funny? I think it was. Was, was it say, after that know, special, like, James? Was it what? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, is it? I don't know if everybody else is kind of doing this, but like, like even maybe it'll get picked, but I don't know. Twenty three hours to kill was still really fucking good, and that just came out like last year. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, I thought it's after that special that he, is that when he filmed the documentary Comedian? Did you see that? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which like, which even his his peers, like Jay Leno, Chris Rock, um, all of that, Colin Quinn, were like, what are you doing? What do you mean you're not doing any old material? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm writing a brand new hour. I'm only doing new stuff on stage. He was forgetting punchlines on stage. But just the thought process that that's, yeah. like, no, yeah. this is literally the last time you're going to hear this. I'm not going, I'm writing all, that's, that was nuts for his peers. Yeah. And just the fact that he has the gravitas to do that is really interesting. Yeah, because they took their best stuff, like hits from bands and took it on tour with them, right? So, yeah. yeah and you would and always, it, like, even if you're working on a new hour, you're going to do 30 minutes of stuff that you know works and then yeah. work in 30 more minutes so, until you work it all out type thing. Yeah. Until but, you get a full um, new that's what hour, so yeah. many comics do. Yeah. You have, you know, I'm not going to do all do stuff. I'm going to work it out and work it out and keep bringing in stuff. I know the work. So, but he was like, no, nah, that stuff's dead. Let's write fresh. You know, I also, from that comedian movie, I got Orny Adams, the way he filed his jokes and the way he did all that. I right. started to do that myself. Like I created a file cabinet with like different subject lines and this is where I'd put all. Yeah. So 
That's that's pretty cool. It's a good documentary. Go check it out. Oh yeah. All right, Drew. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with another person that's very uh like if you look back at some of the shit that they that he put out in his day, he there was a lot of him talking about comedy. And I'm going with and this is just like a personal favorite. Um, it was literally the first stand up comedy special I ever saw. I remember in sixth grade going in the next day to everybody in school and pretending like these jokes were my own, even though I'd never been on an airplane before. And I'm going George Carlin jamming in New York. Mm. That's like, like there's so much good stuff in there of, of like, like all his observation stuff of like, you ever, you ever be like, you ever walk up the stairs and think there's another step and you fucking, like, you know, you lunge it or he's like, or the opposite way you come down the stairs. And the next thing you know, your hips are in your fucking chest. Like, <laughs> and the, and it just his body movement language. Like he'd be like, like <laughs> yeah. so good. Um, but yeah, I, this was, like I said, this was the first thing I saw. I remember being like in sixth grade and saw this on HBO one night and was like, Oh my God. Like, and I think I was like, <laughs> just when like HBO West had started and you could like, Oh, in three oh, hours, I'm going to set it up to tape it. So that way I'm going to have it forever. <laughs> oh man. It was so good. Do you know what the five or seven or whatever the words are that you can't sound television? Um, do you know it by heart? Cocksucker, motherfucker, fuck. Yeah. Fart. Piss. I don't know. It's it's I half of them you can yeah, say like, free, freely now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Carlin, man. He was a fucking champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then he did it as a song. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then like, you know like that was that was kind of my and like this is a guy who like he again put out like a it's like one every three years like it's fucking incredible so even till he died he died so put i think he put one out the same year so oh yeah pretty fucking amazing fucking he's been doing it since like the, the 60s yeah <laughs> the hippy dippy weatherman yeah it was it was interesting when when he changed in the 70s how he was doing yeah comedy from like you know he was very in the school of like bob newhart when he was in the 60s doing it then when he got to the 70s and he just decided to really talk freely about the things bothering him that's when it just completely changed everything for him and it was just yeah i grew up on i'm a very fortunate my parents let me grow up on carlin and Pryor, and you just got to see like the Mm. master's work and it was awesome yeah Hell yeah. All right, Drew, you're back up. I sure am. I should have been looking at this beforehand. Uh, no, you guys no need to prepare now. Normally <laughs> it. Why start now? This is a solid point. All right. Uh I'm gonna go with one and this is one since we're just doing specials, I would I would probably pick something else if we were doing albums too, but I'm gonna go with Fortunately, it's the only thing we have of him on video, and it's Comedy Central Presents Mitch Hedberg. Oh, Damn it! Fuck. That was going to be my pick. That would have been mine, too. This, uh, combined with those three albums, are like... Yeah. Like, it, you can... I can just listen to it every day, probably, and still, like, laugh. It so gets better hard. over time. That's yeah. the thing it's, with... It's so funny. Yeah. You know? 
Like everybody can relate to all the things he says because it's so obvious. Like um, the crowd actually was not that great um, for no, this special. Yeah, he's like constantly like he's like, all right, I guess we'll. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, he's constantly making fun of them uh, that they're not laughing at uh, his shit. Uh, but like the escalator turning into stairs, fucking brilliant. Yeah, right, and yeah. the music and like the neighbor banging. And he's like, uh, he's like, come around! I can't open the wall. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, the, the I just fucking, love that style. The fucking Baron Frog thing. He's like, yeah, I know this is, I know this is cliche, but I like to compare bears to frogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the one joke yeah. about the fly of that written down too, the flyer thing. Every time I'm handed a flyer, here, ever since 2004, yeah. I think to myself, here, you throw this away. <laughs> here, you throw this away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I remember God, man. Wet Wes's dad, actually, like, because we would, we would watch these things, all the, the Comedy Central presents all the time. And I remember his dad was like, in, like he was like, oh, like la- belly laughing. And they were like, I can't believe you like this, Rick. He's like, yeah, hey, it reminds me of the people I went to school with, like all those old stoners. <laughs> 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 but yeah just his his like the like the like the fact that he was still pulling off one-liners in 2000 yeah. in the mid 2000s fucking amazing that, that was tough and dangerous though because like as much as i mean we all love mitch but like i hear the stories about how much he died on stage oh i know he yeah. stuck with his style yeah you yeah. know like and that 30 minute special is probably like four hours of filming um, and they piece together 30 minutes of all the laughs, but like, but I love it. He's a comics comic at the end of the yeah. day, right? Like, yeah. the people that love funny love him because it's that's what he's doing. But man, to the masses, it's just uh, yeah. some of them just didn't get it. Like, I don't understand it, but it's so think, smart. Yeah, I think it's one of the best. I think it's up near the top in terms of the best road trip, like comedy things that you can yeah. put on. Because yep. it's just so quick hitting, and you're like, oh, man, like you just think about it for a long period of time. It just keeps you alert. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it, it just gets you in that, like, much, uh, I, I'll talk about them later, but like, much like some other people, like, the punch is like, as much as you see it coming, you do not see it coming. Yeah. 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 And that's what's right. great about it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's back to me. Uh, and I'm going to go with a special. That... Good, that's literally the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I'm going to go with a special that uh, has not just one comedian, but four. And it's directed oh by Spike Lee. No, th- this was literally my backup pick. I went and oh saw... Boy. This special, I went and saw this when it was uh, released in movie theaters with my friend Kyle, and it was like uh, a life-changing event. It was a theater full of all black people and me and Kyle. and Blue-collar comedy tour. <laughs> and it was, the, it was the best experience of viewing, one of the best experiences of viewing comedy in my life. Just yeah. being in the atmosphere and just, we were all fucking rolling, just fucking dying laughing. And, uh, you know, some stuff about this special now may not hold up as well. Like 
when Bernie Mac is calling his oldest sister's kid uh, the F F A G word, which uh, nobody likes, <laughs> but the the special in Some itself, the special in itself uh, was just great. Like Cedric the Entertainer talking about how white people just they're always trying to make movies about leaving Earth, leaving black people behind <laughs> on Earth, and like. <laughs> D.L. Hughley just, like, uh, roasting the fucking audience and talking about the dude in the members-only jacket who's got the big teeth. And he's like, you'll fuck around and give some girl a hysterectomy. Like, shit like <laughs> Dude, everything about this special was so good. And just the way Spike Lee built the, the whole deal. Uh, it was a party. It was, it was a party. literally a party yeah. in the movie theater. I well, remember seeing it, too. Same kind of experience. Um, not very many white people and... It was so fun because everybody was like, people were dancing, getting up and clapping and yeah. laughing. And it was like, I was like, it was the first time I had ever experienced anything like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a movie theater. And I was just like, this is incredible. Like, and Bernie Mac's my guy. He's one of my favorites. I'm talking you motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> it's uh, just his like cadence. I, All yeah. those guys like Mitch Hedberg who have like a voice or a totally different way of talking than anybody else talks yeah. it makes it makes shit even funnier like yeah. bobcat goldthwaite sorry, yeah. sorry sorry spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> uh. all right andy all right uh i'm gonna go why am i talking in the mic um <laughs> i'm gonna go with this might be my favorite stand-up special of all time. It's up there with Killing Them Softly. Um, and this probably isn't one that's, like, incredibly high on a ton of people's. But for me, it showcased the ridiculous talent that this dude is. And I think I might have seen it actually with you, James, um, at a house party for the first time. And oh. I'm going Jamie Foxx's I Might Need Security. It's an incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah. This thing, like the piano sessions that he is had. That, is that the you gotta blow that shit out special? It's a, it's the one where he's like, uh, I knew J Lo when she was just down. Hey ho. You know, and oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the one where he was <laughs> like, did Tyson. the OJ walk yeah. and he was like walking in like he's like, This motherfucker's wiping the blood off of his shoes. Um the, the, LL Cool J lick, licking his lips yeah. in any yeah. given Sunday. He did and them. he's like yeah, yeah, it did that Mike Tyson story where Mike Tyson's like a pit bull yeah. that's got off a leash, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. nobody knows what to do. The club punch <laughs> where he's like, uh, he's like, I'm in the car, he's on the ground, wondering what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like uh, where he's talking about bitchalisms, yeah. um, you know, like adding bitch on the end of it when he throws his punch or whatever. But like, yeah, this this was. Uh, amazing i didn't expect to go to this this but the party was kind of weird and then all of a sudden uh somebody threw this on and i was like this is the best party of all time yeah i, do. I just sat there and like watched uh the special <laughs> i do actually remember that it was it's it's a special that came on when everybody's drunk around you and all of a sudden you gravitate specifically towards the tv and forget that the party's going so yeah i mean this is the one i probably watched more than any other stand-up special um I don't know why it's, it's just, it just is. And it, it holds a place where he's talking about Prince and he's like, he's cute as a, cute as a motherfucker. Like, he's like, 
<laughs> and the bodyguard's like, uh, you looked in his eyes, didn't you? You know, like, you know uh, it's, it's just incredible. Jamie Foxx has incredible charisma because I was actually just thinking this, watching football this past weekend, they keep having all these commercials for all these betting services now. And oh, yeah. my favorite one is the MGM with Jamie Foxx just standing on a football field and he's just like being Jamie Foxx and he's entertaining as fuck. Like, yeah. you can't take your eyes off Jamie Foxx when he's doing his thing. So, I love it. All right, Jeff. All right. I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, no, I am. <clears throat> I am. Um, I am going to go with this is all right. This was one of the specials. I remember watching it. I think I was at my parents' house. I watched this special, and it's one of the things that probably deterred me from doing stand up sooner because <laughs> it's one of the smartest specials I'd ever seen. Unapologetically smart. In fact, he he almost makes fun of the audience not knowing most of the material um, <laughs> and teases them in a great way. It's one of, if you watch this special from start to finish, it tells you a whole story. And then there's even an epilogue to the story that he does in another language. Uh, Eddie Azard's Dress to Kill. Dress to Kill, yeah. 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 It was one of those, when I watched it, I was like, this is not just a collection of different jokes. This is a built story for an hour from start to finish where it is the whole thing's planned out. The whole thing has these, you go on the whole roller coaster. And then when he recaps it all over at the end in French, you're just like, I don't understand what he's saying, but I know everything that he's saying. <laughs> I just heard it. Yeah. And it was just, so unapologetically smart and funny. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that's how you do it. Okay. So yeah, Eddie Azar dressed to kill to me will always be like a top 10 comedy special just yeah. in, in lessons on how to put a special together. Yeah. Um, it was brilliant. Yeah. I was, I was going back between that and glorious, like, cause that was the first one that I saw from him. Right. And uh, so it was just like the sentimental thing, but I was like, but this one was like, yeah, like, and it's, it's, you look it up, it's popping up on all the lists. I'm like, all right, if I get it, I'm gonna, definitely going with this one. It's so good. Yeah. It, it is like, you know, and I did it, it, it. I was happy to see that when you look up the list, like you said, yeah. if you go to all these different, you know, spin, Rolling Stones, whatever, top right. 40, top 50, top 20. Eddie's art dressed to kill is on every list against some beasts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And it's with like Cosby, Pryor, Chappelle, and it's yeah. like Eddie Azard. Because it yeah. was so and, well put together. And yeah. it's like the one that's not as like accessible. Like all the other ones are super accessible to people, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, American stand-up comedians, you know, so uh his kind of stands alone by itself for several reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that that one to me was just it was such a, a change in how I saw comedy as opposed to a collection of jokes. It was uh you could tell a fifty minute story and I was like, That's crazy. And it was it was just really well done and smart. It was absolutely so, genius, yeah. 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 So I mean just what well, he spent there was a forty five second joke in there where he's telling you somebody's dead and then he's like, They're not dead. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're not. And like every time, you just kept laughing. Every time, he's like, "No, they're not." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like that bit. You were just like, "Why stop doing that?" But also, don't stop doing that. It works the whole time. So oh, I didn't see the Eddie Izzard one until like early 2000s. And when I saw it right after that was a show called The Riches that came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so I was like big time into The Riches because I had just watched Eddie Izzard as Dressed to Kill. And then I got into The Riches, um, which was a super good show to me back then. But like, uh, it was because I saw that stand up uh, <laughs> and I wanted more of him, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking A. All right, Jeff, you're back up. Crap. All right. Here, this is what we wait for it. <laughs> I was transitioning <laughs> yeah. uh, into putting our first woman on the list. I was easing you in, right? Oh, okay. So we went gotcha. with, yeah, a guy that yeah. rapes women. Yep. And then a cross dresser, <laughs> and then now we're going full women. You see, I'm telling a story. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. God, it's not narrative, guys. Get on it. All right, here we go. Uh, to me, you're building a whole Eddie is... Izzard type of list yeah. here. Yeah. So I'm going to do it back in uh, sign language <laughs> afterwards. Um, to me, this was one of the funniest specials, um, and it's it's a more modern one. And I was going between these two, but uh, Wanda Sykes, I'm a be me. Mm. yeah Um, it was one of those when i saw that she does a joke on there where she talks about how um and uh, cancel me for doing the accent but it's great she (laughs) does this joke about how um she doesn't see herself as african-american this was like the first time i had ever seen somebody do a joke like this and she's like you know i'm not african-american i'm an american uh you know because americans if you get lost if you get left in another country if some other country takes you She's like, you send the forces over there. You send the army over there. You send Jesse Jackson over there to get them. You go get an American. She's like, I've never been shopping at a market. And then some African guy pops out from behind the thing. And he's like, Wanda, Wanda, I've come for you. Let's go back to Africa. The boat is ready. She's like, that never happened. (laughs) Um, And it was just like, you got, as a young white guy, I I got an introduction into how like a black woman thinks yeah. an African-American woman. And I was just like, this is amazing. And she was so smart and so funny and so quick. I was like, oh, Wanda, that made me fall in love with Wanda Sykes. Everything she's done since, I'm like, I'm on board. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah I loved her. Um, just like listening to her in, in Last Comic Standing when she was mm-hmm. like coach up these uh, younger comedians yeah. and stuff like that. It was so awesome. But like, that's the special where she's talking about it's harder to be gay than black, right? Yeah. She yeah. goes, I never had to come out to uh, my mom is black. Yeah. <laughs> she does that whole bit where she's like, oh, Lordy, I shouldn't have let you watch this. And like, yeah, it's just the whole thing yeah, about yeah. coming out as black to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, she's brilliant. She's so smart. Yeah. I love Wanda. Oh, man. Oh, this- shit. Her acting stuff is so incredible too. Everything that she's ever done, just show wise, and I don't know, she's awesome. Hey, I was watching uh, New Adventures of Old Christine this afternoon because it's on for like thirty episodes straight <laughs> at like two to two thirty or something, <laughs> and uh, and she's just so brilliant. And she's also like, look her up. She's a writer on every show you enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. she writes and yeah. produces everywhere. Oh, she so was just smart. in that. What was uh, 
the breaking news in Yuba County. She was in that. Like, she's great. I always think of her in Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's so fucking good in that show. She was great in that, Every yeah. time that she pops up. <clears throat> Andy, you got your pick? Yeah. Uh, the one I'm going to go with is... I, I, I have to get my head bird tight. Um because I didn't get Hedberg, and I love that style of comedy. Um, so I'm going to go with one that really popped off to me. Again, I have no idea where it sits in the overall scheme of of stand-up com- comedy specials, but Dimitri Martin person, oh, like, yeah. fucking killed me. Um, like, I loved his style, like, with the music and everything, and, like, how we would ch- just cut it off and, like, let the joke kind of sit there. Um, where he talks about, I'm in a weird position because I like rainbows, but I'm not gay. So whenever I go out wearing a rainbow shirt, I have to put not gay, but I'm also not against gays. So under that, I have to put, but supportive. It's weird how one group of people took refracted light. That's very greedy gays. Like that joke is just, it's amazing. You know? Dimitri Martin, he's another guy that has just the way he crafts a joke is so good. Yeah. The way he like he just yeah. adds layer upon layer until you're like you don't even realize you're still with the same joke. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's there's a lot of headberg to Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Um and how he attacks yeah. the joke. He's like and, a smart headberg. Yeah. 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 Um his show was incredible too. Like Dude, one of my favorite sketches of Central, all time. Oh yes. my god. Um I really feel like he's not like it's not talked enough about like yeah. enough. I don't think he is. Yeah. yeah, the sketch where H. John Benjamin is the director and he keeps trying to get Dimitri Martin to to do the scene right with Amanda Peet. I yeah. fucking think about that probably like yeah. once a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh man, yeah, I just love him. Oh yeah. All right, back to me. And I'm going to go with with a guy who's also a super smart writer, also has a series of incredible specials, and it's hard to whittle it down to one, but I'm going to go with the one that I usually tell people is my favorite joke of his, and it's from this special. So I'm going to go John Mulaney, New in Town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's, I don't know which one I like the best out of his, which was part of you're, the problem for which one to pick. I know. You're going to make me want to break my nuclear break rule, the rule just on this one. I know. Because well, there's, there's another special of his that's incredible as well. It's hard for me to whittle it down. It's just that in this special, he does the, the Home Alone 2 joke. Which yeah. Every yeah. time I hear that joke or every time I think about stand-up comedy, I instantly think about that joke. Because it's so fucking funny where he's he says, I wish I was a Def Jam comic when Home Alone 2 came out because I totally would have roasted that. He's like, how the fuck are you going to be lost in New York? It's a great system, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way he sets it up is so fucking funny. Like, uh, and like John Mulaney, just in general, his his comedy is so sharp and quick and like Mm -hmm. you could blink and miss a joke. And go back and watch it. It's like rewatch. It's like seeing a brand new special again. It's so fucking good. Yeah. The way yeah, the way he he just thinks about things and breaks them. It's just his bit that he does on Back to the Future that he did on Just for Laughs is one of my favorite bits of all time. 
where he breaks down the concept of Back to the Future and how do you pitch that to an industry. So yeah, <laughs> I, I had a different Mulaney one written down, but yeah, Mulaney is is one of my comedy inspirations on how I think about writing jokes. He's yeah. so smart about it all. Yeah. I wish uh, he had like a a uh, sitcom, Mulaney. And yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was uh, it was very the way he. I liked it. I wished I wished I, I could liked both versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they I did it like they first they did it like a regular sitcom and then they did it more Parks and Rec style, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Or The Office, I guess. Yeah, Justin Spitzer is actually he came on and he, they that's why they went that way. No oh, wonder man. I loved it. Fucking a. But yeah. All right, Drew. Damn, is it back to me? Fuck. Um, We're blowing through this. I know, and I wasn't really looking. I didn't know what to do. All right, I gotta go with. Uh, I, I gotta, 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 gotta. All right, this is just like a. Oh, I just don't know which one. Do I go with the red or the purple? You know what I mean. <laughs> uh. uh well, do you like it raw or do you like it delirious, you know? I like it. Give me red. Give me delirious. <laughs> you got to go where it started, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is the one that, like, I was kind of referencing when I said, uh, you know, how, how do they hold up? Because even he himself, you know, later on, years later, apologized for it. But, like, it's kind of hard to, you know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. that time... All I guess of that, that's, you know, was what it was, but I guess I feel good because I ne- like the things I take away from that has never been like it's always like mm-hmm. I got some ice cream you do yeah. not get like that's the <laughs> shit I remember right and like, the GI Joe top bit like yeah <laughs> the fucking what the fuck is a goonie goo goo yeah like, that shit like we. <laughs> We had a we had a, a truck driver where the place I used to work that would come in and we fucking nicknamed him Goonie Goo Goo because he was just so fucking weird. <laughs> like and it was all because <laughs> of that special. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy had such a different cadence too, but even like back then it was Yeah. It's not like yeah. he talks today. Mm-mm. He almost yeah, well, more... that was, yeah, he was Man. he was finding his voice on stage yeah. and really hitting that. Well, Eddie Murphy is one of the ones that uh, and James, I'm sure you've heard this, and all of you stand-up comics uh, that yeah, have been on right, stage right, right. once of times. Um, <laughs> which you learn in writing a joke about hammering the premise, right? That's what did you ever learn that James hammering yeah, the yeah, premise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and yeah, so, yeah. And nobody does it better than Eddie Murphy because he just well, Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock both, but then Chris Rock got it from Murphy, where it's like. You're going to repeat it three times before you get to the punchline. Yeah. yeah. You know, they did said this, they said this, they said this. And it's like, it's just making sure everybody heard you. Yeah. 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 And then when you do the punchline, everybody's on board and nobody missed it. But it's a, nobody does it better than those two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus, I think Eddie was, Eddie was more what all of the, like some of the top comics, um, like a, a Chris Rock or a Kevin Hart or, you know, people like that were like following, like in terms of like 
having an outfit for the special that really like popped off Um, the energy that they brought to the set, like Kevin Hart, especially you can see how much he took from Eddie Murphy's, um, you know, how he worked the stage and uh, the energy that he brought to it and everything like that. You, You can just see the, the inspiration there. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely been influenced, yeah. Back in. Drew, you're back up. All right, Jeff. Um, so you're not the only one that's taken somebody, uh, you know, with less than, like, you know, less than, less than great in 2022 eyes. Give me a, oh, now it's picking which one. Uh, again, picking which one. <laughs> But go. I, I'm gonna go with uh, live at the Beacon Theater, Louis C.K. Mm. Again, it's just like the craft is there, and it's fucking amazing. So, is that the one? Which is the one where he comes out and he's like, how talking about how do you start these things? Well, this that's this one. He came out and he was just like. Yeah, we're just going to go. There's no opener. It's just going to be me. Come on, sit down. Set, oh, okay, the, set okay. the house lights up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is like, I just like the fucking, the joke about when he's talking about like smoking weed today and he's like, when he's, he's standing there and like, it's just, I was watching it today and just still dying laughing where he's like talking about how he's standing in a circle and he's like, I'm hoping I'm standing there like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I know I'm just fucking paranoid like scanning everybody (laughs) five second five four three two one now over to you five (laughs) he's like mix Uh, it up and he's like turns the other way (laughs) uh, he's just like holding his hand he's like oh my arm he's like wait nobody stands like this puts it straight down (laughs) it's so good and like again like that craft of just like all right my two years are up time for a new special and he's still i mean he's still doing it which is i mean I give, I give the guy credit. He's still going. So, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I get that it's going to be controversial, but uh, I watched the last special and it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like you guys are all rapists. Go on, <laughs> yeah. no, keep talking. You don't. I mean, you don't lose. You don't lose that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh, Louis is still good at making it. I mean, the yeah, fact I mean, he's, and, he's really good at crafting a joke. Yeah. He's really and good like, at it. Like he talks about, like, he's like, Hey, I, I still take shit every day. Like, it's not like it's over with. Like he's right. still like gets spit on every fucking week. You know what I mean? So it's, Hey, hey, you brought that on yourself with what you did, but yeah, exactly. And he, at the he same time, like, he, like, you know, like, yeah, he, he made a, the, the part that was the funniest to me is he was like, uh, where he was talking about, um, how now everybody's living how he's had to live for the last three years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because of the pandemic. Like, n- not going yeah. outside, washing right. his yeah. groceries. <laughs> he's afraid somebody spit on it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's one of those. That's why I like to separate the art from the artist because, like, I don't know, musicians talk about it all the time. When they put it out to the public, it's not theirs anymore. It's everybody else's. So, like, I kind of feel like that way with movies and stand-up comedy and all these other kind of things and i get that it's one person on stage so it's a little more personal um 
but at the same time, I, I try to separate that as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're back to me. And I'm going to go with it. So like when I saw this special, it kind of made me think about the idea of being on stage and like what I could and could not get away with. So, cause this guy just did whatever the fuck he wanted, whenever the fuck he wanted on stage would just walk off the stage, would lay down on the stage. Like it's one of my favorite specials of all time introduces you to his fictional brother character. That's one of the best characters of all time. And I'm going Zach Galifianakis live at the Purple Onion. Purple Onion. Live at the Purple Onion. I have, this is like, it's one of my favorite specials of all time. It, every joke fucking kills me. Just him walking through the audience and just talking to the guy that works on the Sims game and just pretending like it's instantly boring him. Like, it's so fucking funny. It just, just laying on the stage and commenting on things that are happening around him. And the way they cut to the Seth Galifianakis scenes in between each thing. It, yeah, yeah. The special is so good, and it still holds up big time. Just because it's like, it's so goofy and weird that it's never going to get old to me. Right. It always is going to feel indie, if you will. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just love his, his confidence on stage. Uh his confidence as a human being, it's like it bleeds through on Live at the Purple Onion. So. He does steal your yeah, jokes, that, though. Yeah, he does steal my jokes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Zach is one of those 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 rare examples or those great examples of like like a Jim Carrey or even like a Damon Wayans back in the day. Uh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis is that epitome of... He will do a joke that is awkward, but then sit in the awkward and not walk away from yeah. it. Yes. And just live there. And that's where the funny is. The funny lives in that emptiness that he leaves for you. And the way he does it is so brilliant. And he goes from smart to silly to silly to smart a little bit. And you have to catch like, wait, was that smart? I wasn't ready for smart. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's what makes him so brilliant. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Zach, is that was on my list that I have here. So that's a, that's a great one too. <laughs> that's a great pick. Cause it was on Jeff's list. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I agree with this. So it obviously <laughs> <makes it> for that. <laughs> well, you're the only comedian in the room. So I, I appreciate that. Oh, he come has on yet now. to rape anybody. So you got that going. For <laughs> yeah. You. See, there you go. I don't think any of my Positive. people are canceled. All right, Andy. All right. Um, just because it feels like a crime, it hasn't been picked. Uh, I'm going to take it. It's one of the most brilliant stand-up comedy specials you're ever going to find, but a lot of it has to do with race relations, and we're just four white dudes here. Um, but give me Chris Rock, bring the pain. Uh, that was going to be my next pick. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, well, I just can't, you know, just can't wait any longer. It has that. Yeah, yeah no, 100%. Obviously. Why wasn't it up there yet? I thought the same thing. I I, I, I thought about the picking famous it. bit, but like it's not at all right. Like, dude, no, you got I, the toss salad, man. It's the first time I figured out what yeah. tosses. Get salad. your salad toss is having your ass all eating out with jelly or syrup. I <laughs> we don't need the death syrup. penalty. But, we need the toss salad, man. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, like, uh, can you say Billy D. Williams' name any other way than 
Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Chris Rock every was time so... I, every time I see his name, that's how I like it's in my head. He was so commanding and like yeah, yeah. Even the N words worth black people sketch is just like oh, it's, God. the whole yeah. bit is from start to finish is so fucking smart. Yeah. Like yeah, and then the way he calls out white people and like why black people aren't the only ones fucked up. He's like. White people in their trailers eating mayonnaise sandwiches and <laughs> yeah. fucking their sisters. Uh, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's one of the most brilliantly written stand-up comedy specials of all time. And I think uh, Crazy, who helped him out, was uh, Andrew Dice Clay on this. Oh, yeah. I could yeah, see he that. Shouted out that Dice. Some yeah. of that anger that he has. Yeah. It's good. I like his style and his, like, I don't know, like, if you can mimic a comedian yeah. and it's clearly that comedian, I feel like that comedian that's getting mimicked has done their job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I everybody think, mimics him. Yeah. I think Rock Bring the Pain was um was the freshest take of like Eddie Murphy Raw. Like we all yeah. did yeah. like Raw is such a piece of history. Yeah. And then when Rock came out with Bring the Pain, you were just like, oh, that's how you would do that now. Yeah, okay. exactly. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Just, you were just like, that is fresh, that is today, that is current, that is... And he was just a force on it. Yeah. The way he walked, it just worked that whole stage, too, right? Oh, I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, he just like... He laps stage. it, dude. He's back like and forth. Like a fucking tiger pacing. Like, yeah. It was and that was one of those things, like, you don't just stand still. He brought that whole energy through, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. incredible. It's an incredible one. And the audience, too. Like, you can tell the audience is fucking dying through... Like, they, yeah. there's never a moment where the, the crowd stops fucking... Ah, like freaking yeah. out. It's so funny. Yeah. Dude, and this is one where the album also is really fucking good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. this is one I, I, I would have taken either way. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right, Jeff. Bring the pain. Jeff, bring the pain. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> let's, let's go with... Um, all right, well, I was going to do bring the pain, that's fine. I will do bigger <laughs> and blacker. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'll one-up you and see where he got it right. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, another one of my comedy icons, another person that completely influenced me. And uh, the standout bit from this special has stuck with everybody. It has become a part of culture almost more than any comedy bit I can think of offhand. And that is going to be Beyond the Pale by Jim Gaffigan. Yep. Oh, yeah. Pocket. Uh, yep. And yeah. that's the exact yep. bit from that special was nobody can that has ingrained yeah. in America yeah. uh, mind is that bit. Uh, and it was coming up and you know wanting to be a comic and so on. That was the bit that made me go, oh, you can make a joke about anything. Mm, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. anything's a universal topic. Like, he's just, yeah, Hot Pockets get hot. Like, well, yeah, we, it's all happened all, but, like, he just did, like, a chunk on stage about that. That's amazing. <laughs> like, it just changed yeah. my thought process on how you could do jokes. And, um, yeah, that is a part of comedy culture. And nobody does laugh per minutes. 
nobody does yeah. laugh for minutes like Jim Gaffigan does. Yeah. His writing is designed to get you to laugh, laugh, laugh. Every right. bit of the sentence is tagged up to get more laughs. Jim Gaffigan does it the best. Uh, he's a beast about writing, and that was the special that I think put him on the map and, and reminded us all uh, about how hot hot pockets can get. Um. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing is it was so relatable. Everybody's like, "Holy shit!" That like I love when that happens when yeah. something's so obvious that feels like somebody should have done this bit twenty years ago. Yeah, and yeah. nobody has yet. You know, and the fact that it's like the the inner monologue of the two females but it's also like an like <laughs> it's also not an inner monologue like it's very weird <laughs> it does well, really it gets like talking about food a lot <laughs> 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 i do love the way he does like switches characters like that yeah yeah fucking a well shit yeah he's so smart time to uh switch over to a little bit of this go all right thank you kevin aldridge for that the beautiful stylings of kevin aldridge uh yeah i'll start it off um shouts to wes because i gave i was just talking about movies and how in 2021 um not as many movies hit me as 2020 or 2019 and i was talking about like you know tv and stuff being in my opinion, better in the year, which I still feel that way. But uh, he gave me some suggestions. And one of them was one of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever seen, uh, Titan. And uh, I would describe it like this. If you want something that's super weird and bizarre, um, that's kind of hard to explain, but afterwards, you're going to have five different people with five different meanings for what the movie is. <laughs> this is the movie for you. Because um, what I saw, apparently Wes was saying he talked to like three or four other people. And they all saw completely different things out of the movie. But it was fucking wild. Um, I don't really want to give anything away about it. Because if you talk about it, it's just like, I don't know. But... Titan, um, check it out. It's weird as hell. It's gonna you're gonna be like, what am I watching? There's some gross stuff as well. Um, Are you saying Poo Titan? It's fucking great. T I T A N E. Okay. Titan. Pootie Tang is a weird movie. <laughs> yeah, Pootie Tang is a weird movie. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's my that's my Raven. I'll tell you mine. I don't really have uh, anything like good, but what I am doing right now is I am I've started a new sitcom because uh, I'm really into the whole just binging sitcom deal right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I've only yeah. seen I've only seen 
like maybe 10 episodes of the first season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've never wow. watched the whole show before. So, like, it's it's fresh, it's new to me, and I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. You know? It's wonderful. Yeah. It is. Have you seen the first Judy yet? Yes, I have, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Pontiac Bandit. Oh, God, that yeah. relationship. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. I was actually just watched that episode, like, uh, I don't know, it was like two episodes ago, so... Oh my goodness! It's it's one of my favorite things from TV. Is like those two together. It's just hilarious. Hell yeah! It's so good. It's really funny. Yeah. It's a great show. Uh, I I like Jake former Park. guest Andy Goshi. Yeah, uh, wrote on it. Hell yeah! So, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to get the now that I know Goshi wrote on there. I'm I've looked up the episodes he wrote, so I'm excited to get to those. They're good too. Yeah. So like he has like. He got, I don't know, like, if it was just luck of the draw, but he had, like, improv beasts. Like, he has Andy Daly, uh, Ike Barinholtz in one of his. Like, oh, wow. shit. Yeah, like, okay. like it, it's, they're, they're great episodes. All right, awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. And also, I quit smoking weed. <laughs> That's another thing. That's a big one. Yeah. What? I've, I've quit smoking weed, at least for now, so. Should- like just crack now or like what? Do <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just being James now, you know? So we'll you see. Just eat weed now? <laughs> no wonder this episode sucks. Uh, just brush your teeth with weed now? Where's the weed? I'm three, I'm, I'm three weeks clean on weed and I'm to the point now where really? I'm having, I'm having dreams again. So I know that the wow. THC is out of my system. So, uh, you had a wet one? No wet ones yet, but I'm having. I had a fucking weird dream about my old boss the other night that really like put me in a bad mood when I woke up. I fucking hate, hated that motherfucker. Should have yeah. been smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I smoked. Mood. Yeah. Bad mood and a wet dream after this episode. What up? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> James is buying a lot of belts right now. I don't take that for what you want. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, all right, Drew, nice. you got anything? I really don't. Um, not much to report for me this week, so uh, I don't know. I guess I can just say February eighteenth, DraftPod underscore official on Instagram. What the fuck are you doing in your downtime where you can't text us back then? <laughs> not doing anything. I've I've been Preparing watching this about fifty comedy specials in the last week. So it's like that's like what my week consisted of because I was like, fuck, I gotta rewatch so many of these yeah. just to make sure. Like, fuck, was that in this one or was it in this one? Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Jeff, why don't you make up for Drew's lack of a life? Yeah, I know. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> what? Here's two exciting things going right now. Uh. <laughs> This this coming Saturday, I am uh, closing out a show. That's right, headliner status uh, hey. at at a Moose Lodge in Brandon. So my Hell career yeah. is going great. Hell yeah! Uh, because hey, somebody can book a show properly. Moose Lodge in Brandon. Let's get the gay comic. Um, <laughs> like literally, what could uh, go wrong? Yeah, Everything. that's an interesting. Uh... <laughs> yeah. The Moose is great, man. Yeah, no, oh, I mean, obviously, I'll... it's going to go amazing. I was um, I was a member for a year. <laughs> yeah, my buddies were like, actually, um, a guy I worked with at the, this old way. It was just, uh, he, he he was like, it was I I was shocked because he's he's Hispanic and he's like, yeah, man, we go to the moose and I was like, 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like they don't like record cheap beer. They don't Dude. record scratch when you walk in. He's like, no, no, it's fine. And so, like, he got me in, and yeah, like the beer, like you, that forty five dollars you pay for yourself, like in a one night. Like I remember drinking so much the one night, and they were like eighteen dollars, and I was like, I'm sorry, what was that? Dude, like, I've been drinking liquor all night, and it's eighteen dollars. <laughs> I was with you at the Moose Lodge, and I got yeah. so drunk that they talked me into a membership, and I never fucking went back. I paid my dues, and I never once went back and used it. But you probably already saved, like yeah, that oh, one night. Like, it was one, it was a great went, night. If you would have went like downtown or something like that, you would have paid that with three drinks. <laughs> oh yeah. See, I feel like the Moose, uh, like getting into the Moose, is like knowing somebody that has a bookie or like (laughs) knowing somebody that's got their own weed dealer. Right. Yeah. 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 That's tough to find. Like, and then when you do find them, you're like, I'm not sure I want to do this. And now we know the headlining (laughs) entertainment at the moose. So we're fucking, we're totally in now. Fucking a. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to redo my membership. (laughs) And it's almost sold out. So get tickets now. Moose. Moosees. I don't know what you call them. Uh, what is multiple moose? moose? How do you say multiple? Meese. Is it meese? Oh, it's meese. It's meese. It's definitely not meese. It <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this goose, conversation geese, moose, might get picked later. So. <laughs> uh, uh. Tell me how it's not meese. I'm just saying. <laughs> you explain. If goose it's just is moose, it's more moose. Yeah, moose okay. is plural and singular. It's like fish. Look okay. at all those. It could be like cactus. Tell that to eye. tell that to goose. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Moosin. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's a really fucking good one, but that's more of an album. Go ahead. I I think it was a, a full special too. I don't think I've ever seen it. Mm. Well, then it definitely doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. If... I don't believe it. If I haven't seen it, I don't believe it. Uh, so that's my excitement, by the way. I have that going. Nice. Hell yeah. Well, congrats, Jeff. And watch Jeff drink a beer. Right now. Well, like, wait till the end of the show. Then go watch that. Yeah, then go find it and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at that Jeff is funny. Yeah, can you not, like, search it by Beer with the Queer on Instagram? Yeah, because I have Beer with the Queer, so, yeah. Okay. okay. search that. Yeah. I feel like I don't know how hashtags work anymore because I feel like everything I look at on Instagram has a paragraph of hashtags. Yes, it does. And I don't know. I hate every time I'm putting it in, I'm just putting in stupid. Like I did a comedy clip the other day and I was just putting in things like Dalmatian. Um, <laughs> <Lydia> <laughs> Roberts. I mean, I don't talk about any of those things in the clip, but I just want people to, see me. I just want people to stop uh, cancer uh, cure. I mean, whatever gets hashtag people to stop Peter by. Jennings. Yeah. Just as long as green M&M, as long as they stop by, and be like, oh, Jeff's talking about being fat. All right, cool. Um, counts as a few. Um, they're like, The Rock's not in this at all. <laughs> Where's Dwayne <Yeah>. Johnson? <laughs> counts. All counts. So did you did you come up with at that Jeff is funny, or did somebody else do that for you? Because that's a bit presumptuous, you know? Um, I did it because I decided uh, if people have to say it, they can just make it true. There you go. Hey, like I, it, okay. I like that. You're the speaking more that they it, have to say yeah, it. Yeah, they it, speak it, it into existence. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Fucking yeah. A. I mean, Oprah is on my list as favorite comedy special somewhere. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> so since you're doing the moose, I am curious. Yep. What is the least funny situation that you've had to go and be funny at? Um, <laughs> uh, I've had to do like a 90th birthday party at what? the center. <laughs> Um, it was, it was another comic booked it and she asked me to split the time with her. And I think we did like 30 minutes a piece or something like that. I don't know. Um, but that, that was horrible because literally the night prior I was down in Punta Gorda at a beef O'Brady's and it was the first time they were doing comedy there. There was like 120 people. It was long, like row tables. And they were like parallel to the stage, which makes it horrible because half your people have their back to you now. So that was dumb. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, uh, my friend Dan Gurley put it together. He's the Beefo Brady guy. And then it was uh, comic Katie McCoy, who everybody loves. It was comic Jander Gray, who was closing it out, who everybody loves. And it was me, who nobody liked that night. And it was weird <laughs> because <laughs> we uh, – we get there, you know, it's a bunch of people. We're like, oh, yeah, fucking full room. And then I was featuring, and, like, Dan went up. They liked him. Katie, they were met on, and I'm like, everybody likes Katie. What are you doing? She's, like, ranch dressing. Everybody likes her. Stop it. And then uh, <laughs> I went up, and they liked me for 30 seconds. And then I was like, it's Punta Gorda. The average age there was 80. And I was like, I'm gay. And they were like, Meh. no. And then <laughs> like, turned their head from the... And so I was like, oh. so I was like, I'm staying up here for 30 minutes. Y'all suck it up. So I would like get them. I would lose them. I would get them. I would lose them. I would get them. I would lose them. And then to the point that when I got off stage, I rarely drink when I'm working, if you will. And when I got off stage, Katie looks at me and she just goes, do, do you want a drink? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get you a drink. I'm going to go ahead and get you. You know what? I'm going to get you a drink. And just this. gets up and walks away and brings me a beer like that. <laughs> so the next night was this 90 year old's birthday party. And again, there was like a hundred people there. And it was just like one of these, I was, it was like, I've never been in a combat situation, but this was 100% my mom. <laughs> um, like, oh my God, I can't do this again. So I did, it was funny because I did the whole 30 minutes. And when I got off stage, my friend uh, Natasha, who was uh, booked the show, she was coming up on stage and she's like, you didn't mention you were gay once. And I was like, no, I wanted to get the learn my lesson. Like, I wanted yes. them to laugh and not have to work tonight, and I just did all of this, and so it was. Uh, yeah, that you know, it's not. Yeah, there's no winning that hard crowd all back. the time. But <laughs> yeah, at times it's it's like I can perform to four people, but if they're there for comedy and they're up for anything, it's a blast. But a yeah. hundred and ten people who hate you is thirty seconds in. You're just like, oh, it's going to be a long night, and then it becomes work. So. Yeah, we'll see what the Moose Lodge is yeah. like. Um, but it should be fun. Was that Natasha Sam Rainey that did that? Is that who that was? Yes. Okay. Because every time I see her name, I always say Natasha Sam Rainey because it right. I don't know, yeah, it all rhymes. But actually, <laughs> the last time that I ever did stand up comedy, I bombed miserably on a night when Natasha was the headliner. At Cock and Bull oh, yeah? Pub, so that was the last time oh. ever. Yeah, so, so she ruined comedy for you. Yeah, yeah. Shout out <laughs> Natasha. Yeah, I think I'll send her a card. Also, uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I called it a funeral and not a birthday party. I just assumed. Uh, <laughs> well, somebody did that's die on that me. night. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it started a birthday party, but it ended <laughs> for him. So uh, I think that's nice. Just kind of full circle, circle of life. You they know? called it a celebration <laughs> of life, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Jeff, you ready? Uh, yes. Let's, uh, How many yeah. more do I have? You have one more, top, one or more of your top five. And once again, three honorable. Yeah, and three honorables. Should have said that. The Draft Pod underscore official, February 18th. You know, I was really afraid, like, I'd be using my steel card, but there's also, like, because the we're drafting in such a shallow pool, but we have so much water to put in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like, so many. I'm, like, I'm good with man. every pick I have. Yeah. How mm-hmm. poetic. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, you're back. Swimming. All right. Well, trip. I'm going to pee in the pool. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, no. We've already done Here, that. We, we, already have the, put, we have those dye We've packs. already put plenty of roofies in this pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say. That's not pee in the pool. I, um, even, said, I even said I'd taste it, so. <laughs> um, here's a special that is only a couple years old. Uh, for most people, it will not belong on the list, but here's why it's on the list for me. Um, again, as I go through comedy, I, I pick out different things that I learn from different people, right? And this, if you... if Take, I know you're, you're tired of comedy at this point, but take a moment this week to watch this special on Netflix because she teaches a lesson in how to do levels on stage. Get loud, get soft, get people interested, quicker, slower. It's a master class in levels on stage. It is Michelle Buto. Welcome to Butopia. Uh, okay. She is an actress. She is a comic. This special is so incredibly funny she is so smart throughout the whole thing one of my favorite things is she does talk on the louis ck stuff she does talk about people in general don't take your guys don't take your dick out she goes your yours should never be the first thing out it should be the last thing to happen and then she she spends i love it because she just keeps (laughs) saying ain't nobody want to see your dick ain't nobody want to see your dick and she's pointing at people (laughs) in the audience be like ain't nobody want to see your dick and she goes james franco I want to see your dick. But, <laughs> no in it. but it's, she's so, the special itself, if you love comedy, to me, I would say absolutely watch it because what she does is she gets loud, she gets real soft, she just teaches, she takes you on a journey without it being one tone. And it is yeah. amazing how good she is at it. Uh, so, Michelle Buteau, B U T E A U, welcome to Butopia. And it, I, I died laughing. It was a modern special that I was like, oh, my God, this feels like a classic. It feels like the old times. I loved it. That's yeah. awesome. I'm going to check that out. Fucking A. Yeah. All right. Yeah, got that down. All right. All righty. Uh, all right. I'm going to go dark for my last one. Um, I love this style of comedy, too. Haven't really. Uh, Jeff had a joke. Yeah. 
No, I mean, like, everybody thought there's a lot of black people on the uh, list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're I, not doing, I, okay. I, I also it, went I mean, with the obvious joke in my head. Okay. I was like, you've I mean, already I saw, I saw everybody's faces light up on the thing here. Like, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I was like, nobody, none of us can say this joke. So we're right, not saying right, the joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the lightest dark comic uh, on my list. Um, I'm going to go with a guy that just goes to the line and tries to jump over it every time. And I like this style of humor. Give me Anthony Jesselneck, thoughts and prayers. Yes. That would have been my next. Uh, I literally, yeah, it was going to be my, for one joke alone. The Eric Clapton joke. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's, my God. It is oh. the funniest. Fu- and then the tag of, you got to know how clumsy that little guy was. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, fucking pause because I'm laughing so fucking hard. And I don't want to miss whatever the next words are. Like, yeah. Oh. And he starts off with an absolute banger. Where he's talking about um, being in San Francisco, um, and uh, there's a baby in it. There's a baby locked in the back of a hot car, so he's trying to help the baby out. Yeah. So he threw a rock through the window. Said the window was down, ruined that baby's whole weekend. <laughs> it was worth it. Like is I just love his style of comedy. I never, you know, I, I don't know where he's coming at it, but I know it's going to be super fucked up. Yeah, um, and this is what I was talking about with Mitch. It's like you yeah. think you you're like okay, I I see the breadcrumbs. I'm going this way, and then it's like no, we're taking you completely the other way. Yeah, yeah. Like as much as you know, there's a ninety degree turn. Like you're still not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. This he is... sets it up for you to feel like you're gonna know what's coming, mm-hmm. and then he just hits you with something that you're like, that's even more fucked up than what I yeah. saw coming. I, he also does the thing where he calls his shots too, like where he's like, "I'm going to see how far I can take you, and yeah, then right. I'm going to take you a little bit further." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I want a bell break. Okay. Because as as much as you know, obviously his style and what is it, like this this thoughts and prayers thing is the most like. Th- that alone is why I, I do not do social media. Mm. Like, his yeah, yeah. Bit, like, like, of every time you see somebody say my thoughts and prayers, it's just saying, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like th- he's like that because that means jack shit. Yeah, yeah, who's it helping? Yeah, exactly. And if right. it's in your thoughts and prayers, that's where it should be. Not on social media telling everybody that. Right. Like, that's exactly right. all it is, is is you fucking being like, Hey guys, I, I, I'm over here. And like, I, that, that his last bit there is, is so fucking incredible. And the fact that he, he, he can do this with, and even with his special after that. And I think even Caligula was like this, like he hits you with those, but then that last 15 minutes is, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's kind of that, that story of this long joke. Yeah. And it just it tells this beautiful story, and like you're like fuck yeah, he's right. Like yeah, I don't know. He he, and he compares so good. it to a wedding photographer who only takes selfies. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like, 
It's brilliant. And this is the same special. He also had um, the grandma Bible bit, which is like the whole time you feel like, okay, it's setting you up for the money to be in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) And in the first page, it just says, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Have you been reading your Bible? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I've been reading. (laughs) And then there in her handwriting, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's somebody that I can just watch nonstop. Yeah. Um because like I said, he finds the line and takes it over. Yeah. But he doesn't take it over to the point where like people are like trying to go and cancel him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He like, does. I don't know, he That's just... the thing is he does go to that, but he does it so much, it's like it's like he, he, he shows you that canceling me is not an option. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, yeah. I'm going to say a, something worse next time if you try to cancel me for this. A joke <laughs> can be funny about anything if it's written brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's Joan Rivers-esque, and he's unapologetic. And that yeah. is one of the things that you can do that as long as you never apologize. Right, yeah. Because the second you do, it breaks everything. Because yeah. right, from there right, on right. out. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like, well, why'd you apologize for that and not this and not this? You have to believe that it is there for the comedy, it's there for the joke, and it is, it is, it, that's what's the point of it. And he's so unapologetic and so confident in what he does, he's he's masterful at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and that I know, John like, Rivers comparison. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, this is a good comparison. I know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm brilliant. <laughs> I'm the last person to say like why things are funny because like I'm a white male. And, uh, like, but I really like, I've always felt like even, even jokes that are horrible or whatever, as long as they're not hack, like I will fucking laugh. And like, I, and maybe that's awful to say, but like, if somebody's clever with like some racism or whatever, I'm like, yeah, fuck you. But that was good. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like like there's a difference between just being like, you know, point at somebody and be like, oh, the N-word, like, whatever. And then, like, but, like, somebody, I don't know, there's just something so, like, a well-crafted joke. And like I said, I know that that's awful and whatever, but, like, fuck, man. Like, comedy is so good. I remember Damon Wayans saying this on his special. Like, he said, in my family, as long as something's funny, you won't get in trouble. Like, talking yeah. about his, his raising his kids. And I was just like, that's what I want to fucking do if I ever have a family. Like that is like, that is exactly right. Like, I, how can you, I, I, there's no way if I'm laughing at my kid, I could be like, don't, don't <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're like, okay, but I made you laugh. I'm like, yeah, you did. Fuck. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Drew, I think, I think the difference that you note is like one of those, there's a difference between calling somebody a name mm-hmm. and making a joke about the name. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like exactly. that's, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You're there for the joke. Yeah. And if somebody's just like, oh, this person's like, this person's fat. Well, that's not funny. But like, if you're talking about how they're fat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, no, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. And you're that's doing perfect... jokes as opposed to just calling names. And that's, yeah. yeah. And like, I agree. Using that example, because that's what that was like, the you know, what would be my wheelhouse as far as having my feelings hurt when I was younger. Like when somebody was just like fat, I was like, really? That's it? 
But like, if somebody fucking came at me and like gave me a oh, yeah. fucking fat joke, I was like, God damn, that was good. Like, fuck, <laughs> I can't even be mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, well, and these it, people are jolly anyway. So yeah, I yeah, get exactly. It. Yeah. The best thing in high school too was like when somebody would just call you fat. You'd be like, that doesn't, that does nothing to me. Yeah. What you're like, right, right. or like, go eat but, a Twinkie. I'm like, dude, I fucking hate Twinkies. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't get this fat by eating just Twinkies. All right, let me tell you yeah. what I eat. Uh, it's all hamburgers. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, that Jesselnik would have probably been my fifth pick. So now I'm gonna dive like all of our fifth. Picks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna divert to something that's not uh, your typical stand-up special, and actually. What this ended up being was a series of uh, Q&As, and I'm going with the first one in the series, and I'm going an evening with Kevin Smith. Oh, because I didn't even think about that. Okay. The, uh, as far as a comedy special goes, this is one of the funniest specials I've ever seen in my whole life. His, I, when he answers, it's a Q&A, but he answers a question, and each, each answer is a 30-minute stand-up special in itself. And it's just him going off of his, the top of his head and telling a story about his life. And specifically, I love the entire story about when he documented Prince. He got hired to be... 100%. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, just the whole, the the way that he paints the picture and then how at the very end, everything went into Prince's vault. You'll never fucking see it again. It's like... (laughs) It's the most amazing story, and just uh, everything about the special, to me, it's really kind of how... I mean, I was already a huge Kevin Smith fan, but when this came out, it like it kind of like... It was another example of what you can do on stage and get away with. You know what I mean? Right. And just the fact that he was able to do this, and he's so he's so good at talking. He's so good at just improv and coming off the top. Uh, I love it. So an evening. I love your strategy of making a pick that you know nobody will ever steal. <laughs> uh, That's right. I do love this. I saw this in theater, and um, yeah, it was like one of the first things I saw that was not movie stand. Like it didn't feel stand up special or whatever. It was just like a bunch of people coming in there. It was like three hours long. Yeah, and uh, we even got to witness it. Me, Drew, and James went to see uh, his latest movie, and he did a Q&A afterwards. He took, like, two to three questions for an entire hour, and that was it. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to that James Harbaugh reboot. Yeah. It was a, an incredible night. And, yeah. Yeah. Got to... I got to hug Kevin Smith like he was my fucking dad. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew. All right. Take us um, out. <clears throat> I don't like this. I know. Uh, I I got to go with this guy. I mean, he's just... Uh, no, but there's uh, somebody else. It's like... Uh, all right. I'm going to... Uh, fuck. Don't mess this up. I know. <laughs> the good thing is I have three right after this, but I have like seven I need to put in here. <laughs> uh, God, and then there's like 
the most famous stand-up special of all time is still out there. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Um, give me Pat Oswald. My weakness is is strong. Oh yeah, like that. So this is the one I references. I third a third episode on serial when he's talking about the fucking Lucky Charms conspiracy of the Christian symbolism or the ones that are healthy for you and all the pagan symbolism is all the, all the, <laughs> the sugary snacks that have no nutritional value. Um, that's in it. The the fa- the uh, the thing of him and his wife looking for houses and they walk in on an orgy. <laughs> That's in there. Like it, it, it is such a good fucking special. Um, and like picking patents. This is one that was like, fuck. Which, which one do you do? Yeah. Like there's just like he, he's just that workhorse. And I, like I said, I have another one that I'm going back and forth with, but I got to go with Patton. I think over Here. him. So on that top row of my shelf up there, up mm-hmm. uh, up there, it's all comedian like books of comedians and. Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt's Zombie Spaceship Wasteland is one of my favorite comedian books <laughs> of all time. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. But Patton Oswalt is the fucking man. And his brother, Matt Oswald, on Twitter is fucking hilarious as well. So follow <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll just listen to this timer time us out here. That's good because I got to somehow narrow these other 10 people down. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, the Courtney Thorne Smith rule. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of like that. <laughs> uh, first, give me, I think I'm going to go newer specials, but. Give me Joke Show by Michelle Wolf. Oh, Michelle Wolf is awesome. Yeah. Fuck, I gotta get a female. I think. Uh, uh, give me Whiskey Icarus by Kyle Kinane. Oh, nice. How do you know? How do you know a hotel's so nice? If I don't flick the booger anywhere. <laughs> I fucked it up. Damn it! If you just go, like, I think it's on YouTube, but the pancakes on an airplane segment <laughs> is so fucking funny uh and now i only have one pick left give me you people are all the same by bill burr oh man i'm surprised bill didn't make it in the top yeah i was gonna i was gonna take that one um, you, you know actually no is? i wasn't taking that one you know what it is and this is the same with Patton. it's just like throwing a dart at their work yep because they're like like they're they're not putting out like I don't as much as I love them like they're not putting out a ten, but they're putting out a solid like eights you know and across the board. Well, I search if you search uh, best comedy specials of all time, Ranker has like four of Bill Burr's specials as the top four. Yeah, and like, I think that's also just because he's he's hot right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. So there's a ton of people that are just liking him up to the top. So YouTube does a shit ton of Bill Burr reactions. Um, If you just type in like reaction, Bill Burr probably has the most 
like stand up comedian yeah. reactions of anybody. And yeah. like this is a guy too who will purposely lose lose his crowd just to get them back. Like <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. It, it's it's fantastic. And he's yeah. done it like like he said that was like I like I've I've heard him say it like he would go work work at like the quote unquote black rooms because they would all be like who's who's this fucking pasty ass white boy and then he'd fucking win them like that was like he cut yeah. his teeth that way like going to the the hardest place to get a fucking laugh and he was fucking getting them dude yeah, the Philly right. rant the Philly rant um, yeah. Yeah. Is, is one of the most viewed things out there for like you know YouTube and ter- like yeah it's crazy oh yeah all right um I think I'm going to go with first off uh I started watching this special I'm about I actually only have about 10 minutes left and it's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world now and I wish I had watched it sooner so I'm going to go Bo Burnham inside Oh it's so good Oh you fight yeah that yeah It's so fucking good Uh and everything that he's saying and thinking in that and feeling you know, like it I feel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I know you, you just turned 30 during the pandemic too. Yeah. I, I always, I, I'm like 10 years behind everybody because I, I, uh, I don't grow up as fast as people. So yeah. <laughs> I'm about That's, 10 years I, behind. Dude, the curve. I relate to that. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I'm going to take this special actually caught me way off guard and it turned out to be, it, it became one of my favorites quickly, and I've talked about it many times. So I'm going to go Adam Sandler, 100% fresh. Nice. And then... Uh, Got it. Finally, I'm going to go with... Uh, I think I'm going to go Sarah Silverman, Jesus is Magic. Yeah. It's a great special. Yeah. It's an incredible special. Uh that was one of my three. She gets away with saying she gets away with saying the n-word in this special in a way that's like clever while also mm-hmm. saying like referring to Chinese people in in a negative term the whole time. Yeah. So Yeah. She's one of the smartest writers and that special proves it. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah, yeah so there we go. Uh Andy? Oh, I knew we were going to get to this point. Uh <laughs> The because first that's one how I, the order went. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, first one I'm going to go with is somebody that is I just fucking adore. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I can't take it no more. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh shit! Wow. Right, yeah. Love me some Rodney. I just I don't know his his expressions, uh, the way he he talks through a joke. I like I like all of that stuff a lot. So. Um, Rodney, the next one I'm going to go with is uh, Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Finally, somebody did it. Yeah. yeah it was I on had, my list like, to do on my three. Yeah. yeah. But fuck, man. Patrice. Uh, that dude. dude his, his fucking yeah, just crowd work is. Uh, well, he comes across as the most, one of the most naturally funny people. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Like, even though it's a special, you know, it feels like it's just so ridiculously natural. Effortless. A lot lot of people don't have that in them. He does. You know that he's just as funny 
off yeah. the stage as he was on the stage. And it comes through on the stage. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but mm. an absolute know. beast of a comic. Yeah. Underappreciated, I think. Yeah. I think so too. I think it'll be one of those things. Yeah, where it'll his legend's gonna just grow and grow over time. Um, much like Mitch Hedberg's did, I would say. Uh the third one I'm gonna go with. feel bad it's gonna it's gonna be that andy hates women i don't i don't <laughs> um but it's all right you have a very dark you just clip. don't think that they're funny i get it yeah here's your uh, sound clip andy doesn't think women are clear go ahead no you were saying uh what was the last look, guy you were gonna say okay <laughs> well yes he was a guy but he played a woman one time so give me robin williams an evening with robin williams oh that's an amazing special too yeah yeah so this is just too tough to have just eight it really is yeah yeah this is definitely a you could come back and do a second for sure oh yeah and i told you people are gonna watch this and be like all of them are friggin' idiots that whole list is horrible <laughs> it's so subjective i know all right jeff take us out uh, i knew it was gonna come to this um <laughs> Still, one of the greatest stand-up specials of all time. I know, and it's, it has, I know. I almost took it, but. All right, so we're going to go two classics and then a personal favorite, and I'll okay. explain the personal favorite. Two classics won't need explanation. Uh, uh, there's zero reason he's not in the tops of our, of our yeah. list. Uh, Richard Pryor, live in concert. Yep, that's yep. it. Yep. I, mean, I mean, talk about putting yourself on stage. Nobody did that more than prior, especially live in concert, all of his flaws out on stage and you were yeah. just dying learning about somebody. Yeah. I was going to um, go live on Sunset, but both yeah. of them are, yeah. And then, in the opposite of that, uh, Steve Martin's stand-up comedy 1984. Oh, dude. This guy was selling out arenas before arenas were a thing. Like This guy yeah. was killing it and this was the height of it with the arrow through the head and the playing the band. And it was just, it was an evening that you were just along for the ride. It was Steve Martin doing anything he wanted. Um, Amazing. You can't reproduce it. And then my last one, and it is purely, and here's, I love her. She's hilarious. Super deadpan. She's a woman. You misogynistic asshole. Um, (laughs) She is... The last five minutes. You don't even special. like women, so you can't tell me that. True. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with them. Um, the last five minutes of this special, the last five minutes of any comedy special ever, in my opinion, and that is Tig Notaro, Happy to Be Here. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix, and that last five minutes, she is introducing the Indigo Girls to finish out her special in that theater. Have you guys ever seen it? It is. Yeah. I don't know um, if I've seen that one. Essentially I, I, what happens is the end is she goes, and to finish everything out, I have the Indigo Girls, and she runs off stage. And nothing happens. <laughs> and she comes back on stage. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I don't have the Indigo Girls here. You can, No, they're here. G- ladies, ladies, come on. This was fun. Here they come, the Indigo Girls. She goes off stage. Uh, nothing happens. She goes back on stage. <laughs> she does this. For like three to four minutes of convincing people they're there, they're not. And I, I loved it so much because by the time 
the the final punchline of that happened, I kept saying, I don't know if I want them to be there or not. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, if they're uh, not there, we spent four minutes doing nothing. If they are there, that's cool. But like, I don't know what I want the outcome to be, but I loved the ride. Yeah. And that's how she finished it. And it was just, there's something so, it's that talking about living in the awkwardness and, and yeah, yeah, the dryness yeah. and, that epitomized that for me and i like that made me fall in love with tig more than yeah. anything i had i was uh, like that's amazing yeah i had the boyish boyish girl interrupted yeah uh, okay I think yeah, that's yeah. the one that um, i saw um yeah like this, this i don't even know if it made a special but like the fucking stool thing she did i think she did it on, it was conan, on conan yeah where she yeah. just fucking <laughs> drugged that stool <laughs> like she fucking lived in that and i from boyish girl like she's like She's talking about eating that ice cream cone and she's like, got the mic here. And then she just, she's, she's like, yeah, of course I didn't use the thing that's shaped like an ice cream cone. <laughs> she slowly pushes her hand away, like with the microphone, does it, and then brings it back. Like, oh my God, she is, she's a fucking genius yeah. when it comes to her mannerisms. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's, so it's, good. it's so dry. It's so funny. But yeah, if you, it's on Netflix. If you get a chance, that's another one. And just skip to the end. I mean, the yeah. whole thing's funny, but like the last five minutes, uh, I yeah. won't tell you if they're there or not. But it's I didn't care at the end. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm just so happy this happened. Yeah. She used yeah. to she used to have a podcast with this comedian named Kyle Dunnigan. It was called Professor Blastoff, and you, it's not on anything anymore. Like I can't find it anywhere anymore. But yeah. if I could, I would totally go back and re-listen to that because it's one of it's one of the funniest podcasts. It's about them, like, go. they live in this bunker where this guy, Professor Blastoff, they found it. And he, like, it was into the world or some scenario. And they just do the podcast inside of his bunker. And mm-hmm. it's, like, all just them goofing off. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I swear. She, she's coming to Tampa February 20th, I want to say. Which really? is two days after your guys' yeah. uh, YouTube live thing. Yeah. That means we're free. Uh, Look at that synergy. Good job. My goodness. Original synergy. Jeff, I would go so to that with you if you're, if you're asking, yeah. if that's what you're doing. I would go to that with you. If you're asking. I'm going anywhere. I already bought tickets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I mean, just, if you're asking. Get your own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask you because he knew that we oh. didn't like female comics yeah, you know? yeah I, I wasn't asking i was bragging I was oh, okay. Damn it. Not the case? Damn it. <laughs> hell yeah i feel pretty good i i tried to na- keep my list down because i knew of it so i only had two people that didn't get picked i had two people that got picked different specials but two people that didn't get picked so yeah i feel pretty yeah. good about my list Be i have one i feel bad didn't no. make didn't make no. the list yeah, mine was uh, well, my 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 uh, my. By the way, I would have picked Kid Gorgeous, Kid Gorgeous at Radio City Music. Club. I had yeah. Kid Gorgeous as well as yeah. my Mulaney. Yeah, same. The fucking horse in a hospital and James horse in a hospital bitten binder. Yeah, it's great smart. And then he's using the elevator. Is the horse smart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was not sure. I had them both written down, and yeah. it was like when it comes to me. If what if if a special hasn't gone, I'll make the decision then. Yeah, I was gonna just live in the moment. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, shit. Uh, is everybody locked in then, or? Um. Man. I'm locked in. 
I think I'm locked in. I you know what? I am locked in. Not you know me, what? I don't even just think it. Fuck it, I'm locked in. Oh shit. Drew? Andy might not be locked in. <laughs> you taking bringing the paint? Uh no, fuck it. I'm locked in. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll let every. It's been a good night. We'll let it. We'll let. Well, Might have been back to back weeks. Weeks. We don't need any more tension, from. you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's been so much tension uh, here with the three of us, you know. I would have. Uh, I would have picked a women, woman off his team, but. Uh... I didn't take any women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's really the gay one here, Jeff? <laughs> it's the he guy drinking two. a pineapple cider. Yeah, no, it's very clear. What's funny is we've been told several times that Andy's picks are super Yeah. Super, super LGBTQ <laughs> friendly. I don't even plan it like that. It just kinda happens. Yeah, yeah preach. I get it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here we go. This is our teams of best stand-up specials of all time. And this is comedian Jeff Klein at that Jeff is funny Instagram. He's a real comedian. So we got him to draft comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Damn. So much pressure. So much pressure. We're good. Jeff's team, number one, Bill Cosby himself. Number two, Eddie Azar, dressed to kill. Number three, Wanda Sykes, I'ma be me. Number four, Jim Gaffigan, beyond the pale. And number five, Michelle Buteau, welcome to Butopia. And for Andy's team, number one, Dave Chappelle, killing them softly. Number two, Jamie Foxx, I might need security. Number three, Dimitri Martin, person. Number four, Chris Rock, bring the pain. And number five, Anthony Jeselnik. Thoughts and prayers. For James's team, number one, Jerry Seinfeld, I'm telling you for the last time. Number two, the original Kings of Comedy. Number three, John Mulaney, New in Town. Number four, Zach Galifianakis, Live at the Purple Onion. And number five, An Evening with Kevin Smith. And for Drew's team, number one, George Carlin, Jamming in New York. Number two, Mitch Hedberg, Comedy Central Presents. Number three, Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Number four, Louis C.K., Live at the Beacon Theater. And number five, Patton Oswalt, My Weakness is Strong. Man. Man. Those are some badass specials. Yeah, yeah. they're all amazing. Fuck yeah, if you just watch those 19, um, then <laughs> you're, you're in great shape. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I? Huh? Miss? What? I, don't I don't get it. What? Yeah, I'm not good at getting jokes. I'm only good at telling them. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's you're, it's you're a, a lot less sharp now that you're not smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, bring that James back. He was like, you know, he would have got that shit. He would have been like, ah, yeah. Uh, even if he didn't, he would have laughed anyway. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, PC P James is uh, different. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> uh, wait till you meet PCP James. I guess so, so, sober wild. James is more like a no why instead of a yes answer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fucking a. 
Well, shit. Oh, man. Jeff, thanks again for another banger episode. My God. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Every time you have you on, it's like always the best episode of the Draft Podcast. Sure is. Yeah, I agree. Wait. <laughs> uh, to be fair, cool. it's also the only ones I listen to. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Fuck you, BC! <laughs> uh, I definitely never listen to a podcast about black and white movies. Oh. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> um, no, I love being on here. You guys are always make me laugh. I love hanging out with you guys virtually or, or in person whenever that does happen. So it'll happen. Always have fun. I have to get you. I have to get you in the studio uh, soon because I got it all. I got a brand new studio going on, so you'll like it. Oh, for real? Yeah. All right. Well, we got work to do, man. Fucking a. Yeah. Oh, I. Are you gonna talk about outside of the comedy club? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, follow me on Instagram at that Jeff is funny. Beer with the queer every Tuesday. Watch it after this. It's usually like five minutes. So I mean, it'll. It's a fraction of the time that this is. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then excitedly, Outside of Comedy Club is coming back. I did a season about a year and a half ago uh, about what do comics talk about outside of the comedy club. And uh, season two is coming out in the next couple of months. We're going to start shooting in February, maybe. Um, but I got like nine scripts written for it. And uh, nice. it, yeah. it's just, uh, there's a whole season one out that has its own thing on Facebook and Instagram, you just look for outside of comedy club and they're again, they're like five minute episodes. They're fun. They're just and short. Look for those Alfred Hitchcock S cameos in the reflection of glass, you know. Yeah. This time I'm gonna yes, try there. not to reflect. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to be reflecting. There's a lot of there's a there's a little bit of that. Here's one thing I like to stick to is low production. Um, <laughs> that is <laughs> My sweet spot is yeah. not spending money on things. Yeah. It's um, not the bars on the ground. It's easy to step over. Right. Yeah. yeah. As so, visually uh, unappealing as it is, it's even better. Just the content wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. The jokes yeah. hit yeah, really hard. They're funny. They're, they're funny scripts. I watch them back every now and again and laugh at it, which is seems narcissistic as anything, but uh, they make me laugh still. So yeah, season one, still out there and then season two coming soon so it's it's gonna be super funny excited to work with some friends again on it so oh yeah stay tuned yep awesome stay cool everybody